Welcome back. As I mentioned in the intro, uh, we have a special guest, two special guests actually, on this week's episode of the 12 Kyle Podcast. Uh, they are no strangers to the podcast. Uh, if you've been following the podcast, I've been on their podcast. They've been on my podcast. Uh, they are podcast cousins. Uh, you've heard, if you follow me on social media, I've tweeted out about their podcast. The podcast is called We Did That Shit. Uh, the first introduction goes to, uh, I, I can't even, I, you know, I really don't know how to describe her. She's fun. She's energetic. Uh, she's a mom. Uh, she's a businesswoman and an entrepreneur. And I can't really call her a serial dater because, you know, her dating schemes are a little bit different. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> welcome to the podcast again. Uh, Babi, Babi, what's up? What's up, Kyle? You like that intro? <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing bad in these streets. Yeah, yeah. You, you, you cold. You, you are so, so cold. Mm-mm. I'm very, very nice. Well, Just like my co-host. Right. And we're, we're happy to have you back on the podcast. Thank you. <laughs> and your co-host, uh, she is also a businesswoman. She is also an entrepreneur. She's not bad when it comes to dating. Uh, welcome to the podcast, Maya. Maya, what's good? What's good, Kyle? Thank you. Thank you for that introduction, Kyle. Um, Let these people know what's really going on out here. Um, I'm not bad with dating. You know, my co-host, on the other hand, we don't know. But we're going to get into it. Right, right. We're going to get into it. And, fellas, they, they both are single. They both are single now. But are, don't 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 shoot me no DMs. You got to shoot me <laughs> DMs. I, I ain't got nothing to do with it. But they're both single and cooling in the fan, cooling in the fan. And you, if you if this is your first time hearing them, uh, you will are you are definitely in for a treat. Um, as I mentioned in the intro, we're talking about the ten things in a relationship that you must never ignore. Um, now we talk a lot of dating and relationship topics on this podcast. Uh, I get some feedback from time to time from people who say, uh, Kyle, you're old and married. So you don't <laughs> so you don't know what it is to, to be like on these streets dating, uh, which is true. I mean, but I, I have friends. I have single friends and they tell me about, you know, you know, their difficulties with women and men and so forth. Um, so I guess we should start there. So, like, I'll just give you some of the things that I have written down here. And then we can kind of bounce these ideas off. Um, The first thing, and these are in no particular order. One of the first things that it says that you must uh, never ignore in a relationship is keeping your loved ones close. Now, there's a caveat to that, because when it talks about keeping your loved ones close, obviously finding good friends can be difficult. Uh, If you have a good friend, you want to keep them close. But, you know, just like friends and family, you don't want them in your business. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, Babi, I'll start first with you. How important is that? Keeping your loved ones close and, and how do you balance between, you know, giving up a bunch of information as opposed to a little? Well, for me, I am a, I feel like I'm an open book. Mm-hmm. So if I'm dating somebody, I don't, there's not a lot of things that I won't express. You know, I am who I am. I've had a lot of experiences and we talk about things like that. Now, I I will say this, like right off the bat. 
my dad is where relationships go to die. <laughs> so <laughs> if I introduce you to my dad, that means I'm not really interested because maybe no more than a month after you meet my dad, it's over. Mm. Because my dad doesn't like anybody. My dad and I are real close. He'll be like, oh, yeah, well, what about, mm, yeah, yeah. And I'll be like, you know what? I don't really like him. <laughs> <laughs> and something about the whole interaction just gives me the courage to be like, you know, no. But if I like you, you won't meet my dad because I really want to see where this mm. is, you know, and, um, I don't know. And Maya can talk about the rest of the family because our family is very close and it's hard to um, it's hard for people who come into our circle, like, say, for a family dinner or an event or something like that. They're just they just be like, oh, wow. Like, it's so many of you or, you know, y'all talk all the time or. You going out with your family again? Mm-hmm. You know, so we're family and we're each other's friends. So they don't necessarily get involved in our my relationships per se, mm-hmm. but the time is very important that gotcha. we spend with family. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha, gotcha. And and I forgot to mention in the intro, uh the two of these young ladies are cousins. So mm-hmm. cousins and very close friends as well. Um Something you said that, that before I throw it to Maya, I want to get your your opinion on. That's kind of reversed because normally, if or at least just in my experience, uh, in the the ladies that I did date <laughs> <laughs> back in my day, <laughs> um, I you know what's weird is like I would think like the guys who you liked, you know necessarily wouldn't meet your dad or you you know kind of be hesitant to it in case your dad wanted to shoot him down but the guys that you don't like why i guess i guess the question is why are you sending the guys who did who you don't like to your dad initially because i don't know what it is about me like i don't always unless you do something like extreme i don't if i if i don't like you i don't always have the gusto to be like "Mm, i don't know what this is but i'm really not feeling it you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But when my when they meet my dad and my dad tears them down to me the next day, the day after, the day after that, Damn. the week after that, the week <laughs> after that, I, it just kind of gives me the courage to be like, no, you know what? This really ain't working for me. <laughs> and so I know that my dad will give me that oomph that I need to cut it off. Okay, so so it's pretty much a done deal if you if you're introducing them to dad, then he ain't gonna make it anyway. You 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 just you just need that extra motivation to kick him to the curb. Exactly. And if you do meet my dad and I like you, like I have to, you have to go through like a two month training course, intense question and answer, Mm -hmm. sit like this, walk like this, stand like this, like, please, 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 please. I need my dad to like you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Wow. Wow. That's, that's, that's different. Different. (laughs) (laughs) Maya, what about you? Keeping loved ones close. Uh, what's your take on that? Um, I think that you should keep your loved ones close, but I think you should keep your loved ones out your business. Okay. Our family, like uh, the B said, is very close, and it's hard not to tell your family everything because, as she said, we're each other's friends. So it's like not even like you're calling your family; you're not even thinking about it. You calling your girlfriend, like, let me tell you what this 
Joker did, you know. And you have to remember that it's also your family. And our family operates like we either like you or we don't. It's kind of <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So like if you in, we'll be like, girl, give him another chance. Here right. you know. <laughs> Tony, you know Tony. You know Tony is taking me to the store next week. Don't get rid of Tony. But if we don't like you, then we like Tony. <laughs> Who was that? Like we don't even know him. You know. So me myself, I feel like it's important to keep family close, but keep family out your business because, like me, I'm very close to my mother. Mm-hmm. Like I mean, stalkerish close. You mm-hmm. know. But I don't let my mother even dictate to me who I date you know like uh, people probably didn't like my ex based off of just kind of like wow things he had going on in his life you know at the time they liked him as a person but you know just his lifestyle was not conducive to my lifestyle you know at the time and but you could say what you want I'm still going to do what I want so I really believe in you know standing by what it is that you want to do as far as the relationship is concerned, whether people have family or not, whether people have something to say. So, I mean, keep them close, but keep them out your business, the real business, mm. you know, his lifestyle, his lifestyle, Maya. Listen, <laughs> everybody grows, you know, some people live in a lifestyle that, you know, Listen, it's a little suspect, but hey, I love them nonetheless. Don't, don't forget her her first love story from the last time we right, was together. Right, right, my man on the corner with the mystic. <laughs> Listen, I I like people for who they are, not necessarily for what they got going on. But that was then. This is I mean, I'm a little older now, and a little wiser. Um, but then, yeah, I mean, I like some, some, some shaky people. I just like how she threw that in. She was like his lifestyle. Like he, like he was a rapper or something. (laughs) (laughs) But you know what? That's, that's a really good point. And it brings me to another question, I guess. Uh, and both of you kind of touched on it with your family being as close as you are. And you, and I've seen videos, y'all are extremely close. Um, what happens when, there's a guy that you like and you you like him but you're not really sure the family's gonna like him how, how do you and Maya you can start first how, how do you handle that because <laughs> that's that can be problematic in and of itself no that is problematic um I will say this my family has never really met anybody uh that I date um I I keep my dating life kind of separate from my family so and it's not on purpose but it's just like if it's nothing serious even if i've been dating you for 10 years if it's not serious it's (laughs) like what am i serious yes yes i mean sometimes 10 years is not serious you you know sometimes you're going through, you know, a transition in your life. You might still be hanging on to something old and, you know, in the between you dating other people and it's not that serious to, to expose them to your family. But to answer you, don't 
let me get started on my stuff. <laughs> this is, this is, I, for, <laughs> I think that it's important, though. I mean, I think that also when you're dating someone, you can kind of gauge whether or not they'll get along with your family. Mm-hmm. You know, you can kind of see their mannerisms, how they act in public, you know, just whatever. And you can kind of gauge like, ah, my Uncle Rudy ain't probably going to like him. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Or uh, I ain't going to say the because she going to have something to say about <laughs> No matter who it is. So I'm not going to say her, but you know, it might be like, oh, my cousin Kim's not going to really like jail with him. And you know that those are the people that you keep away from your family because it's nothing worse than bringing someone and then they're uncomfortable Mm -hmm. because it makes you uncomfortable because you got to kind of. You want you know you with your family is what it is you having a good time but then you got to kind of cater to the other person as well because they're your guests so that's tough um I just wouldn't bring them around people be like ain't you dating Johnny yeah Johnny out of town this weekend (laughs) he make it to the barbecue again 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 (laughs) right (laughs) what about you would be I'm just gonna say that Maya really niced that up okay. Because I have real experience in this area. Mm. Be, <laughs> when you bring somebody around, you have to, I'll be like, oh my gosh, please act right. right. Please don't say, you know, you be praying that they don't say the wrong things. Because still to this day, wait a minute, sidebar, if you follow our podcast, the We Did That Shit podcast, I say it all the time and she always interjects, but she said it herself this time. Everybody Maya meets is on a 10 year plan. I'm just telling you right now. It's a 10 year plan, but she said it out her mouth this time. Did you hear her, Kyle? I heard, I heard her. Dating for 10 years. Anywho, I have people that, you know, not necessarily serious because I'm like the kind of person, you know, you don't have to be super serious. But if we hanging out and I'm going to my, it depends on what the family is doing. There are some things you can come to. Mm-hmm. You know, however, there are certain names that I can bring up today and the whole family be like, oh, him? You know? <laughs> like still, it's just, you know, because they just got around the family and acted the fool. Like, and it could be, you know, not even the whole fool, like the one who came to the beach fully dressed wow. or with right. Socks on. With and, <laughs> and Air Force Ones. <laughs> <laughs> who didn't get up for an older woman in the heat and let her sit down. Right. Yeah, like him. Yeah, he can never come around again. Or the one that was like brought another chick to Essence and then was real cheap. Mm. Oh my gosh. Mm. Like, mm-hmm. was just cheap. And I mean, he was just my boy, you know what I mean? But yeah. Can't come around the wow. family. Yeah, yeah they, they can't come around the family because the <laughs> yeah. family will never let them forget it. Exactly. So it is tough. It, you know, so if it doesn't gel, if you don't think it's going to gel, um, you know, we got one cousin that likes fixer upper, so we just don't pay him no mind because mm. we just know how she is. So, like, we don't pay them no mind. Mm. But it's hard if, yeah, if you're not going to gel, you don't, you don't bring them around. Yeah, I, I agree. I, I think, uh, Keeping loved ones, you know, close, that's, I think that's very important in a relationship. And I think, you know, it's like you said, it's important that they kind of gel with your loved ones, uh, you know, at least to some degree. There has to be some type of balance, um, you know, depending on how close you are. Uh, for me, I just I don't know. And I was thinking about it as you guys were answering the question. I like I just there were so <laughs> there were, were I don't want to say so many. There were a few <laughs> 
that just never met my family. So I didn't have to worry about that. I, I think as I got older and I got more serious, um, my family was important. It was important that, you know, they were cool with my family and it was also important. They were cool with my friends. Mm-hmm. Um, that was huge because I'm mm-hmm. so close to my friends because my friends are like my family. So, mm-hmm. uh, you know, if they didn't get, you know, if they wasn't cool, if they wasn't cool enough to pass my friend's test, then they probably weren't going to make it. So, damn. Yeah. <laughs> I can dig it. And, you know, a couple did just didn't just didn't a couple never met, you know, never got to the point where they could meet my friends. So, yeah, I, right. I, I totally understand where y'all coming from on that. Um, second thing I got down here. uh things that you need that are you know important in a relationship that you must never ignore never ignore the point of keeping your word mm-hmm. people easily get discouraged when they feel they're being lied to nothing shatters faithfulness like lies always keep your word and make promises that you can keep maya how important is keeping your word well, I mean, of course, it's 100 percent important because then it brings up trust in a relationship. Mm. You know, if I can't trust you to even keep your word, how can I trust you to be in a one committed relationship, uh, release my heart to you? You know, I can't do any of that if you don't even keep your word and you need to keep your word as simple as I'm going to pick up the bread after I get off of work. You know, if you say that you're going to pick up the bread, like pick up the bread, my man, you know. So I think that that's that should be the first thing, you know, keeping your word. Mm-hmm. What about you, Bibi? I, I agree 100%. And it's not just a, it, it is a trust thing. And I won't necessarily say the person is lying per se, but if you are not dependable, you know, that speaks to your in- integrity. Like if you just going off at the mouth, shooting lip service, and you never come through on what you say, that is a, a definite turn off. Mm-hmm. Definite. And I don't need my dad to give me no courage to be like, <laughs> you're out of here. <laughs> right. yeah, that's a big, that's a really big thing. And, and that's something I do not ignore. Like the first time I will bring it up. The second time it's over. Oh, wow. That fast? Yeah, it's, it, it, yeah, because it's habit, especially if it happened in a short period of time. Mm-hmm. No. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that means it's habit that you you have a habit of talking and not following through. You can't go to work and do that. Oh, that's true. It, yeah, no. Mm-mm. I'm and more I, important than the job. Nope. Go ahead, Maya. And I just wanted to say, I think that especially for women dating men, you know, men are leaders or at least they should be Mm -hmm. you know you want them to be and for a a person that's leading you or that you want to lead you that can't even keep their word that's a big problem so I don't know I mean you can give your answer as far as a man is concerned but for women I mean it's huge oh no doubt I I agree a thousand percent I think it's keeping your word is is everything your word is everything you know Mm -hmm. you don't you know I've always kind of lived under the mantra that you know you never make a promise you can't keep um now if you forget to do something that's different a woman or a man can understand you being forgetful but if you say hey i'm going to pay your car note this month yeah <laughs> i mean like that ain't something you just say and then be like oh see what had happened was right you know, that, that can't happen um one of the best av- uh, best abilities is availability and dependability you know, right. you, you have to be both in a relationship if you wanted to be successful. 
And, you know, again, like you said, Maya, if you can't depend on a man, I mean, at some point, any woman is going to be looking around like, okay, why are you here? (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Because if you're, if the existence of our relationship is built on broken promises, then we really don't have a relationship. Mm-hmm. We're just we're just here. We're just kind of moving around, existing. So. Mm-hmm. And who wants to live like that? Right. And I, that's why it, two times I'm good. Oh, I'll yeah. blame you. You can't. You. Yeah. You you can't let that linger. And one thing I, I, I've noticed just about and and I can only speak for men that I. I don't want to say men that I know because these aren't men. These aren't friends of mine, but men that I have encountered. Normally, if a man can't keep his word early in a relationship, that's something that's habitual. So it's something that's going to continue. It's not going to get any better. Absolutely. Uh Absolutely. If he starts off and it's almost like, I don't know, it's kind of like if if he starts off lying, (laughs) like. He's going to keep lying. You're like, a liar. Yeah, you're a liar, right. Don't get, I mean, it's almost like getting high. It ain't, you're not going to change. You know, you're going to keep getting mm-hmm. high if that's what you want to do. So, um, so yeah, that's, that's one point there as well. Um, and again, these are in no particular order. Uh, number three, but B, leaving the past behind. Um, everybody's got a past, right? Everybody right. comes into a relationship, you know, with, baggage if you will and you know we all have luggage so it's about how you handle that but acknowledging the past and moving from the past are two different things what's your take on you know just having the ability to leave the past in the past well you know there's two aspects um for me i love people for who they are Hmm. i like people for who they are I will give a person a chance based on him and I that that's it. So, and I don't bring baggage and, you know, I have, I raised my two children. I am, you know, I'm not bitter about any relationship I've ever had. I don't have, um, I do have trust issues, but I know, no, I do. I know. I know for a fact I have trust issues. Uh. However, I don't make that my, it, the other person's issue okay so you know i have dated someone for a very long time and they were like you don't trust i was like oh i don't know what you do when you turn the corner i i don't don't see you anymore i don't know what you're doing but that's me you know what i mean i don't put that on you so he's never felt you know uncomfortable or had to question or anything like that because it's just something that i know you know i have So I don't like to put, you know, I think it's very important to um, heal. You know, everybody has a past, but if you haven't healed, you're going to bring baggage, whether you think so or not, into another relationship. And then um, for the person who you're trying to cultivate a relationship with, it's important. So we're talking about things you can't ignore. You have to, you know, when those things become obvious, I think, you, you know, you got to like bring them out. Like I've had to say more than once, like, oh, I'm sorry. I don't know what you're used to, but I kind of feel like this and it's OK. You know, like I said this, I'm going to do this and, you know, that's OK. Or um, I'm sorry, I don't take very kindly to people telling me what to do. Mm. You know, I think you have to because sometimes that's just what they're used to. 
You know, like we talked about people who don't keep their word. If you've been in a relationship with people where you say whatever and do whatever else and people have accepted that and then you you continue to do that. If the person doesn't check you and you don't try to change, then, you know, it'll never be any change. This is true. This is true. Yeah. So, so, OK, so I want to go back before I go to Mike. I got to You made me think of another question. Um, so you said you have trust issues. So. How is it that you can have trust issues and not project those issues on the man that you're dating? Well, I really, because I really don't think it's fair. If they don't show me or do anything or say anything that makes me question what they're doing, I, I just never bring it up. But in my head, I'm I'm not saying like, oh, you're doing something, <laughs> you're doing, or. But I'm you not, are subconsciously no, no, no. though. I'm not, not, it's not subconscious. It's very conscious. Okay. It's, and, and it's not like I'm making up scenarios or things like that. It's just that, you know, if I see something or if I hear something, you know, I may not say directly because some, you know, some things could be innocent, but I'll just keep a more watchful eye. You know, or more keen ear to right. things. But it's it, just but like, it, but is that a but trust it, issue, though. I guess that's the it, it's, it's my trust issue. I don't trust anybody. You know, anybody. Well, damn. What the- it's just, it's <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Just when you thought you was cousins <laughs> with somebody, yeah, like, and I don't trust you trust, or no, them. I can't, I can't like, trust that as far as I can throw you. Right. Me, in my, and I just feel like at the end of the day, and it, for some people, you may have a relationship so solid and it doesn't have to be a romantic relationship, Mm -hmm. but you may have a relationship that's so solid like Maya and I, like I trust Maya with my life. Mm -hmm. You know, I know that if something's going down, we going down together, you know, we, we both, you know what I mean? I, I just know that. However, with some people, especially people that you don't really know well or whatever, like people, we are innately selfish. It's just the way that we're made and it's all about self-preservation. So, Hey, I don't know. No, I, I get that part. I guess yeah. the, the the part that threw me off is that I think it's it just it comes. I want to say it comes off. It sounds like that makes it that much tougher for the guy. Because here's the thing: no. like if you go into a relationship, like if you started relationships tomorrow with Jeff, I think Jeff's your level of trust for Jeff should be at a hundred percent. And it then is. if Jeff starts showing you, but how how can it be a hundred percent if you don't trust people all the way? And Jeff don't know that. <laughs> it's just it's just how i'm thinking i'm just the kind of person that i think any you know things can happen people be on the news all the time like oh i was married to a rapist who knew you know what i mean i'm just saying i'm always look i don't know but i don't i I don't make that their issue i'm just saying i don't make it their issue and i'm very cognizant of it and you know so i don't project that on another person i told you all the beat was cold Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> I told you beginning of the podcast. <laughs> Maya, what about you? Uh, leaving the past behind. How, how important is that? You know, not to ignore in a relationship. Well, I mean, it depends on what the past thing that you're trying to leave behind is. Now, if you're a recovering addict, don't leave behind that you're a recovering addict because you need to remind yourself that you're a recovering addict mm-hmm. all the time. So, and you can bring it up with me all the time so that you won't become an addict right now. You know, be recovered. So that past, yeah, bring it up. But if it's a past like 
bringing up a past girlfriend, bringing up a past, you know, like, oh, you sure cooked that uh, chicken like Shireen used to cook it. <laughs> or, oh, you organized the cabinet just like Jane used to do. You know, stuff like that. Leave that in the past. You, you, you understand what I'm saying? Leave that in the past. But if it's something that's important to you that was your past, but now, you know, like I said, for example, you know, my ex had a little shady past. Mm-hmm. If if I were to meet him now, I wouldn't want him to leave out the fact that he had a shady past at one time. You know, he could tell me that. But again, I don't want you to bring up certain things like mm-hmm. as far as other women and stuff like that. Because to me, when you bring up stuff in, in that regards, it's like you're not healed from it or you're not moved on. You know, if you're telling me that I'm frying chicken like Shireen, you still want Shireen's chicken. <laughs> You know, I mean, that's just what it is. Because you ain't Maybe telling me like that bomb ass chicken. Clear, clearly, you know, I mean, it's now I got to live up. Now my chicken got to live up to Shireen's every time that I fry it. It's a lot of pressure. So I think that it's important to keep um, some things to the past, but not not things that you uh, need to remind yourself to to move on. You know, that's a good point. I, I think both of you touched on some great points. I think it's uh it's important to leave the past in the past. I mean, you know, like you said, unless it's something serious like, you know, you know, addiction or something like that. But just relationship wise, uh, it's, it's not healthy because, you know, and somebody told me this old head told me this a long time ago. Like, you know, no two people are the same. So no two relationships are the same. So, you know, the relationship that you had you know, two years ago with your ex, you know, it's not the same as the relationship that you're going to have with your current, you know, girlfriend or boyfriend. Mm -hmm. And I'm a firm believer, like, even though it doesn't happen, I think every relationship should get progressively better. So the guy that you dated seven years ago should be, you know, not as good as the guy that you're dating three years later, you know, Mm -hmm. so it's, it should get better. And, you know, we all have a past. We all have things that we've done or said that we're not necessarily proud of and you know if you share that in a relationship as you're getting into getting to know somebody then you know you leave that for what it is i don't think you should ever throw that stuff in somebody's face exactly Um, you know but be cognizant of it and like you said as time goes on you kind of just take mental notes like but does to see (laughs) if they're repeating themselves (laughs) history wise you know but don't throw it up in their face right but yeah, but be, but be you so cold. <laughs> Just get over your answer. Um, the next thing that I have written down, I think this is four uh, things that you must never ignore in a relationship: uh, the ability to improve your communication. How important is that, but be? Oh my goodness, communication is everything, and. Um, I think one thing that sometimes people overlook is, you know, everyone doesn't communicate the same way. Mm. Um, So I have, you know, had relationships and they weren't, you know, all like super exclusive dating, like exclusive dating, but, you know, like dating. I've had relationships with people who just uh, communicate in a different way. And um, at first it, you know, you'd be like, well, what the heck is wrong with them? But when you get to know a person and you get to learn their way, you know, that's the way they communicate. And, you know, then the book with the five love languages, Mm. you know, and all that other kind of stuff. So people do different things. Communication is very, very important. And I'm all for it as long as you're not yelling at me. 
You know, I that is one thing I will not tolerate. I do not argue with men. I barely argue with women. Um, but I do not do not raise your voice at me. I do not like it. You know, that will end the relationship real quick too. I've never had an argument in a relationship. Okay. Okay. That's impressive. <laughs> Very. <laughs> I can't say the same, but uh, that's impressive. Right. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, what about you, Maya? Uh, improving the the having the ability just to improve the communication. Okay. So we. So the question is. Say the question again, because I got to make sure that my answer is going to be with the question. Say <laughs> that one of the things that you you must never ignore is the ability to improve your communication. OK, um, yes, you don't ignore that. D- don't ignore someone who can't communicate. But more importantly, I think for me with communication, I'm. I need to be able to communicate. You could say nothing, you know, but I need to be vocal. I tell Babi this all the time. You need to say what you need to say because you need to get it off of you. Mm -hmm. Whether the other person responds to it or not, you need to get it off of you. And something that you said will trigger that person to even if they don't change, they'll think about what it is that you say. But communicating it is 100% important. To be with someone who, let's say they don't communicate, but you do, you know, if they're not willing to improve their communication because it's something that's important to you, then no, that's something that you don't want to ignore. Because to me, it's almost like I agree with you, Bib, you people communicate differently. But if you don't communicate at all, to me, it's almost like a slap in the face, like what I'm saying, what you're saying or what I'm saying is not important enough to respond to, you know, whatever that something may be. So we definitely want to be able to improve on our communication. But more importantly, I want to be able to say what I want to say. And and I will. Mm. And I just want to say that improving your communication um it has to do with knowing your the person mm. because the per like i said the person could very well be communicating to you and you just don't understand the language you know mm. it's because when now it could come as a shock for example like i say i don't argue and i was in a relationship with someone and i told him that i don't argue and he looked at me like I had seven necks. Like, <laughs> you know what? And I said, no. I said, if if I'm in this relationship with you, I like you. It, it's never my intention to hurt your feelings, stab you in the back. You know, none of those derogatory type things. And if we have a miscommunication, you know, if you get angry, you need space. I really understand that. But I just, or we can agree to disagree, but I won't argue. And I would appreciate it, you know, if you don't raise your voice. So one day we were out, I was driving, we were going maybe like an hour or so away from home and something happened and he got upset and he just, he looked at me and I just, I just was looking, I looked at him, you know, I had to glance over cause I was driving and I said, you know, I'm sorry, you know, I still love you, but you're going to have to get over it because I'm not turning around and we're going to be together all day. And like after maybe 30 seconds, he just bust out laughing. He was like, fuck you. No, I want to argue. And just bust out laughing because, and then he saw, he was like, you know what? There really is no point. And I was like, there isn't. 
Mm. There isn't. But so sometimes you just have to learn, you know, you have to, you know, learning to communicate or improving the communication is learning how the other person communicates. And he just had to, you know, kind of adapt to that. That's a great point. That is truly a great point. I think it's 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 like you both said, learning to and be being open to learning how to improve your communication, because, you know, if you're in a relationship or if you're in a marriage, for that matter, uh, how you communicate in year one is not going to be the same as in year three, because there's so many different mm-hmm. things that happen, so many intangibles you know, you grow as a person. So, you know, as you're growing as a person, as the other person's growing as a person, you're trying to grow collectively. So you mm-hmm. want to make sure that your communication is still on par. And then, you know, how they're actually receiving what it is that you're communicating as well. Um, you know, being able to be flexible in the communication, you know, because sometimes it ain't necessarily what you're saying is how you say it. Mm-hmm. and how they receive most it. times mm-hmm. yeah you know because you know you could say something simple as yo hand me that plate mm-hmm. or can you hand me that plate please mm-hmm. that sounds too different you know you say yo hand me that plate i'm like <laughs> right yeah who you talking to right <laughs> i might say get right. your damn self <laughs> right <laughs> it just depends on you know how, how i feel you know so um that's very important. And I think it's it's something that I think I've learned as a man, as I've grown up, especially growing just as a man and then growing also in a marriage, just how to try to improve my communication. Um, you know, and then you kind of have to, you, you like B said, you have to know the person that you're dealing with and how they're going to receive your communication. Because, you know, if B some women respond to yelling. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, Some women respond to yelling. No, and I'm not. I'm not even going to let you think that I'm married to one. But I'm just saying, some women <laughs> respond to. <laughs> some women respond to mar- uh, to yelling. Um, I don't know a lot of black women that respond to. It's just that's just based on me. You know, no disrespect to anybody that's not black listening to this podcast. I don't know many black women that respond to a man just yelling. However, some of my white white counterparts, I've seen it play out. Their women kind of take to the yelling, at least the ones that I've seen. I I can't Mm -hmm. speak for all white people because I don't know a lot of white people. Um, Mm -hmm. I don't. (laughs) I'm dead serious. I know like five. Um, (laughs) So, yeah. So it's it's, so, you know, you have to. So, fellas, you have to, you know, kind of understand you know who you're dealing with because you know your first girlfriend or the girl that you're dating now may not be you know she may not be as responsive to your yelling as you know your ex or whatever the case mm-hmm. may be so mm-hmm. right. yeah you know know, know your know your role yeah. right <laughs> know your partner exactly. know your partner exactly know your role and know your partner um maya the next point point five giving a little space and it says that I wrote down here as much as you need to be close to your partner is wise to study them too and understand when they need to be alone and understand sometimes when they need to cling on. Uh, how important is that? Knowing when to give a little space. Oh, uh, well, <laughs> oh, I don't know why this answer is starting off with a laugh. Um, <laughs> I think that knowing when to give space is 
huge. And I think that it's, it's real big for me. You know, I don't like someone who is very clingy. I think that people in relationships should have their own life. You know, God forbid something happens in the relationship where you break up, your partner dies, anything. And then you're alone and not with that person and you don't know how to function. So I think knowing when to give someone space and it could be like the B doesn't argue. You know, you might get a partner who wants to to argue. You need to know when to back away, when to give the space. You know, you need to know when a person had a long day and sometimes they just need to decompress before they, you know, before you mm. come at them, or before you bring it at them. I, I just think that, you know, um, spaces, man, it's just like <laughs> <laughs> space is everything. Space is everything. And that's not to say, don't let the be um start with, oh, that's because she on a 10-year plan. That has nothing to do with anything. <laughs> it just, no, it has nothing to do with and anything. Say, it has everything to do you know, with the 10-year thing is gonna have to be another podcast. Yes. <laughs> we just have to break I, it's that down. Ten years just sounds so long, that but it's long, like Maya? listen. Okay, let's let's not go there on this podcast. This is about <laughs> yeah, this yeah. Is about something else. No, I, I really think just to just to bring it all home, I think space is important. Not I, I think people need it. You know, we don't value it enough. People are that are in relationships, uh, they don't value space enough. And a lot of times where you don't give people space, that could break your relationship mm, up. You know, nice. being too clingy, um, just you know, wanting to be everything to somebody, it could it could break your relationship up. So you have to know it goes into, like we said, knowing your partner, you know, knowing the person that you're dating, kind of feeling the vibe and just knowing when to walk away. And that doesn't mean that you don't love the person or like the person or want to be around the person. It just means that sometimes you need a break mm. and it's okay. I think that's okay. Great point. Great point. What about you, baby? I'm going to try to sound as, um, normal as possible so the first thing is my me time is very important mm. it's very important I've always been fortunate enough to have me time I have been independent for a very long time I moved away from home very young so I've always had my space um, raising children, you know, my ex-husband's mom, you know, loved to keep the kids on the weekends or whatever. So I always could have a break and it wasn't for me to do things. It was for me to spend time with myself. So my me time is very important. Um, in a relationship, I think that um, it's even more important to have some time. Number one, give me a minute to miss you a little bit let me let me generate some let me generate some oh hey boo you know Uh what I mean let me let me get some of that going on and um you know some people are into that um couples retreat spa day stuff like that but when I got my stuff going on I don't want to be with you you know that's just me I you know I can go to the salons with my cousins my girlfriend, well, I only got one friend, but anyway, you know, I don't, I don't necessarily need you there. Thanks. Um, so I think that personal space is important. And I think one of the beautiful things in relationships, if you can have this is for you to be occupying the same physical space, but still have your space. Mm -hmm. 
You know, and I just think that when you have a relationship like that where you can be in the same space, um, the same room at the same time, you know, but you still have your own space. Um, You know, there is a a tranquility and a refreshingness and calm and quiet. And I think it's very important. And I think if you ask anyone who has successful relationships, they will agree that space is important. Mm hmm. Preach. <laughs> Preach. <laughs> I mean, about to pass a collection plate. Uh, yeah, I, I agree a thousand percent. I think it's uh it's important because as you're developing any relationship or, or friendship even for that matter, if you're just mm-hmm. if it's just, it doesn't necessarily have to be about a, a a romantic relationship, but it's just about as anything is growing, you know, you have to let it let them grow individually and then you kind of grow collectively so in order for that to happen you have to have space and i think Mm -hmm. one of the weirdest things i saw as uh as a young teenager um you know seeing friends uh and people that i knew or people that i went to high school with you know get into these relationships and then they completely you know and there's nothing wrong with just diving into the because that's what you're supposed to do but mm. when you lose who you are in the process, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. and then you're always up under him and everything like that. That's just like, you're like, damn, can, you know, can, can he get a break? Can he come here yeah. with the fellas? You know, we all need that time. We need that time individual, <clears throat> excuse me, individually. We need that time collectively as a couple. And then you mm-hmm. also need just your own time where you just need to just be by yourself. Like you said, but be miss me. You know, let me right. go away for a weekend. <laughs> right. <laughs> let you go away for a weekend. You know, let's right. let's have that kind of time away from each other. So we we so when we get back together and reconnect, we, we things will be fresh. Mm-hmm. Right. Be stale. And because and, I think sometimes when people are a little bit too clingy in a relationship, uh, things can tend to get stagnant. Um, mm-hmm. And then I think if you look at some of the relationships from the older generations, you know, the woman may have been so dependent upon the man when the man left or when he stepped out with another woman or if he just died, mm-hmm. you know, like she was lost. Like all of her identity was tied to this man. That's man, said, right. You know, mm-hmm. I've never been one to, and I, and I see it a lot too, a lot on, you know, and I, in sidebar topic, I get a little annoyed when I see, you know, women who are, I guess who are married to celebrities, but they're, they're, I guess they're attached to the, you know, the fact that they're married to this particular celebrity and it's not like they're not themselves, mm-hmm. like, you know, be your own individual, you know, not be, mm-hmm. and I, and I, and I'm, she's not, she doesn't fall in this category, but I'll use an example because the first name came to my head, uh, like LeBron James's wife, Savannah. Savannah right. is she's she's very you know, she's very independent. She's not, mm-hmm. she doesn't like, if you go on her Instagram or she's not, Savannah, she's not Mrs. LeBron James on Instagram. You know what I'm saying? She has her own identity. And I think, you know, a lot of times, you know, men and women, you know, we get in these relationships or marriages for that matter, and we lose who we are as a person. You should be able to, and if you don't give yourself space, then you're going to be clinging. You're going to be, you know, worrisome if that person is going to leave you because everything Mm -hmm. that you know Mm -hmm. and love is attached to that person. No, and I mean, you also you also stunt your growth. Yes, mm-hmm. you do very you know, much. You stunt so. your growth, and subsequently you stunt the relationship, the growth right. of the relationship. So, uh, so yeah, I, I I agree a thousand percent. Those are great points. Um, point six that I have written down here. Uh, 
being a good listener. Boom. Hmm. Everyone loves a good listener. Someone who will listen to their troubles at drop of a dime. Uh, you have more information to work with when you're a good listener. So, but B, how important is it not to ignore being a good listener? Well, I, I'm a good listener because I'm nosy. <laughs> so, <laughs> you want to know? I yeah, and I listen, and I don't even ask questions. I just say the little, mm, oh my goodness, for real, and you know anything to keep you going. And then, you know, I listen and watch because, and I remember everything, mm. you know, I like remember everything, conversations, mm. actions, where we were, what we did, what you said, how you said it. Like, I remember all of that stuff. So I think it's important to be a good listener for my own sanity's sake. And because um, sometimes when, when your partner knows that you're a good listener, they can call on you for recall. And they feel real confident in that. You know, they be like, hey, babe, babe, uh-uh, remember? And I'm like, yeah, they, what happened when? And, you know, you tell them, you're like, see, I told you. You know, and it makes them feel good. It makes them feel like they can trust you more. Mm, you know, uh, they can they can trust you more because, A, you hold their things in confidence. Mm. And, B, you remember things, you know, for people who remember. But because you know, I mean I know some people that they can't remember right, right, right. five years ago. But you know, it does it does build um it, it enhances the trust mm. when you're a good listener. Especially if they don't hear it again. You know, it mm. will cause your partner to be able to tell you more. Because you don't judge and you don't throw it in their face. You don't bring it back up to other they don't hear it other places. So I think being a good listener is very important. What about you, Maya? I agree. I oh, hold, please. I agree with what um, the B just said. I too uh, feel like it enhances the trust, but more so, you need to pay attention to is something that you don't want to ignore if someone doesn't listen to you, because. It speaks to everything we've been talking about in the podcast, like how much do you value me or value the relationship if you're not listening to what it is that I'm saying? As far as me being a listener, if you listen to someone long enough, they'll tell their truths. So when you are, let's just say, first starting off and you're first dating someone, if you listen to them long enough and, you know, you your your ears are open, they will tell the truth. They'll talk about their past mm -hmm. that they don't need to bring up. You know, you'll know if they're a good communicator based off of things that you hear them saying, mm -hmm. you know. Um, so listening is, is, is highly important and it is something that you should not ignore if a person is not listening to you. Now, and I don't mean listening to you like you told me what I said five minutes ago because I don't even remember what I said five minutes ago so I don't necessarily <laughs> expect you to remember all the small details but for something that is important to me that I'm telling you that I feel that it's important enough for me to bring it to you I want to know that you are listening to me you know because I value your opinion and I thought enough of you to say whatever it was that I needed to say to you so yeah, don't ignore that. Mm, that is so. That is so key. I, ho I hope y'all are taking notes. <laughs> <laughs> they dropping science. I, I think that's very important. It, it's you know, part of communication is being 
being able to listen and receive what it is that you're that you're getting. Um, and, you know, I don't care what kind of relationship you're in. Nobody wants to be in a relationship where they feel like they're not being heard. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, because at that point you're like, OK, well, what are we doing here? Like, what, mm-hmm. what's going on? What, what are we really, really doing here? Um, and it doesn't take much to, you know, to listen. And, you know, people right. want to feel like they that whatever you whatever it is that's being said is being heard. And, you know, their ideas their values and their needs are being met in that conversation. Um, so yeah, y'all y'all made some great points, and I I, I don't really have much to, much to add. <laughs> <laughs> uh, next point, and I want to start with Babi here. Uh, learning to overlook minor issues like a, like a red oh. car. <laughs> Say little, that again, little minor things like a red car, Babi. Um, <laughs> one of the reasons why <laughs> fights happen in relationships is that you know both people aren't willing to back down you know sometimes you gotta you know know when to fight sometimes you gotta know when to stand down uh you should be willing to let some things go so but b how is it how important is it to ignore <laughs> knowing when to overlook minor issues like a red car or something of that nature First of all, let me just say that the red car was not minor. It was bothering. That's minor, baby. It was That's bothering right. me. I went out. I went out. I, I asked. Okay, them we're not going to talk about the red car because the listeners don't know what we talk so, about. We we went out, so that was not minor. However, you know, what w- it depends on what you consider minor. But Maya, stop looking at me like that. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. Maya giving her the side eye. I love it. My thing is, you know, what is minor? Because, especially like the older I get, I think I've always been this way. But the older I get, I have very, very, very low tolerance. I'm a very patient person. Very patient. And uh, my son taught me patience. My son um, has autism. Mm -hmm. And um, autism goes against everything black mother. And it really did teach me patience. And But I have low tolerance. And the difference is, because some people say, well, what's the difference? The, the difference is patience is giving leniency when a person doesn't know better or doesn't know. Or is trying to do something and needs more practice. That's patience. Mm-hmm. And you can be patient with a person. Tolerance is when they know what you're doing. They know exactly what they're doing. They know it's not right. You've mentioned it wasn't right. Oh, I'm going to change. You know, yeah, I don't have, I don't take well to that at all. Mm. At all. So, yeah, I, there's not, you know, I could list them, but I won't. Some <laughs> things that people think may be minor that I just be like, yeah, no, that's not going to work for me. You know, so it really does depend. You know, like I said, I don't think the red car is minor. Um, give me some minor things. I don't know. What, like leaving thing? the cap off the toothpaste. Um, okay, how many times you going to do that? I, You know, toothpaste, you got germs, it's in the bathroom. Okay, what else? I can put I can put the cap back on the toothpaste. But though. you can't be petty now. I'm not. That's, yeah, that's what I'm saying. I don't think that's petty. I can, I can even put the toilet seat down. You know, because... 
you know, I don't believe in cohabitation, so I don't think that that would be going on often unless I was married. So if I'm, if you got to the point where I'm married, then you know, that's just how they are. If that those, those things are petty. But what's minor? Toothpaste, I don't mind. Toilet seat, I don't mind. I don't, I don't know what else. what's minor. I mean, just the the minor things that I guess, and again, it would depend on how you define minor, but. You know, there's some minor things that happen in a relationship that, you know, maybe a guy may or may not be doing that he may deem minor or it, you both. May oh, deem well, minor. If, if he deems it minor, then I know it's major. <laughs> and, you know, no, 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 no. You know. I mean, like staying out to four o'clock in the morning. No, that's not no, minor. that's not no, minor. No, no. That's I, not but minor. I mean, like, um, I don't know. But, but be, yeah. you, you're, you're the you're the serial dater. What there? I'm sure there are some minor things that come up. Mm mm. Mm-mm. Or is everything major with you? I don't want to say it's major. I just feel like if there's something that's bugging me and I know it's going to be, uh, you know, like I'm not going to sit there and tolerate that for 20 years, you know. Mm. And it could be, you know. It could be, I don't know. Mm-mm. I don't I don't know. I need examples. But I have, you know, been <laughs> I told. I say that. <laughs> not to say, I have been told that they'd be like, oh my gosh. You could pick a person apart, but I don't think it's picking them apart if it's something that is going to bother me. But I think I'm very accommodating. <laughs> I do. Maya, I'm very. I want people to be comfortable. What about yeah. you, Maya? Um. Well, I agree with something that uh, Bibi said, which is you have to figure out what's minor to you. You know, some things can be overlooked, like. Um, I don't know, you know, not call it. No, not not calling me back when you said, but some things can be some things can be overlooked some and and it may, you know, something may be minor to you, but major to someone else and something may be major to someone else, but minor to you. You know, example, I don't like smacking, you know, at all. I, I, I. I can't take it. I feel like it's like scratching a chalkboard, Mm -hmm. you know? So to me, to me, that would be something that was major sitting across someone that was just Mm -hmm. smacking every time I'm sitting across from them or sitting Mm -hmm. next to them. That would be so major to me, but someone else may deem that to be minor. You can't ignore things that are important to you. Let Mm -hmm. me just say that. So whatever the thing is, whether it be minor, I mean, you know, whether it feels minor, if it's important, important to you no matter how minor it is I don't think that you should ignore it you know some things can be overlooked as far as some things can be overlooked as far as pettiness you know but if you feel in your heart of hearts that something is that someone else would deem minor but it's major to you don't ignore that you know, don't ignore that. And that speaks back to something that we already touched on, which was communication, you know, so you have to be able to communicate with the person and say, hey, you know, I didn't, I I didn't like that. Or, you know, whatever that may be, because uh, like the B said, we can't think right now of examples, but we know what some things may be minor, like, girl, you, you thought that, you know, like a guy coming in with, uh, uh, and I'm just using this as an example. This is not how I think, but if he comes in with a Nike shirt and Adidas sneakers and you like, oh, my God, you know, I can't believe, you know, you may tell your girlfriend that like, girl, I can't believe he had on it. She might be like, what? 
That's cosmetic. You know, you could change that. You could go and help him pick out a pair of Nikes to match that shirt. Whatever the case is, you know, that could be something that's so minor to someone else, but literally so major to you. So you really just have to figure out what is your thing, you know, and um, yeah, but don't ignore how you feel. No matter how minor it is. True indeed. I just thought of one like. One of my friends, he was telling me he was he was he was getting to know this girl, a young lady, I should say. And, you know, he would go over to her crib, you know, they kick it or whatever like that. And when he went to her crib and she lived by herself, there was always like a pile of dishes in the sink. Trifling. And like her 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 crib was nice, you know wasn't like she had a bunch of stuff going on but it was just like always a bunch of di- and like that was just like something and to me i was like well i mean that's something you could say hey you got dishes in your sink you know mm-hmm. like that but that was to me i thought that was something minor that you could kind of get around but he was like he stopped talking to her because he was just like tired mm-hmm. of going to her crib seeing like 13 dishes in the sink and it's just her mm-hmm. by herself you know um, you knew he was coming. You couldn't do the dishes <laughs> real quick. Like, and get some paper plates. It's just you. Be, what, if, what if the guy comes over to your crib and he takes his shoes off and he tracks dirt into dirt or snow into the house? You know that type of thing. Is that? Well, he don't have no home training. That's not minor. I can't <laughs> raise another man. Come on now. That's home training. I can't. I can't be involved in that. Oh, she's so. <laughs> I'm just saying that's home training I mean but these things like you consider minor we were just having a conversation with a friend one of Maya's friends and you know Maya says that we're similar me and the friend and um she said you know she went on a date with a guy and she just kept overlooking things and she was like you know this was bothering her but she overlooked it that was bothering her she overlooked it and it wasn't like the greatest date but at the end she was like oh you know what oh i might go out with him again but the guy said that he wasn't interested in going out with her again and she was like well i'll be damned you Mm -hmm. know and be and and she was like so she just asked him you know why and he he said some things like they were dumb. But one of the things he said was he was like, and your car is kind of messy. And my point to her was, if something is bothering you, you make sure, you know, you either exit or say something or do what you have to do. Because you see the other person won't have no problem cutting it off, mm. even if it's something pe- like minor. You know, the other person may not have a problem with it. So you be you and allow them to be them because, you know, everybody is not for everybody. You like some but one and it's just not a good fit for whatever reason. And the reason may be petty. But to that person, just like Maya said, it may be petty to you, but it's not to me. And, you know, public service announcement uh, smacking is like nobody wants that. That's that's like the worst. Mm. Come on. Smacking, sitting at a table, smacking. <laughs> like you said, that's home training or the or the lack right. thereof. Exactly, and I can't be. You know, I ain't nobody's mama. I mean, I am, but I feel you. I think it, it's it's it goes back to what you said. It, it's some of it is kind of figuring out what's minor because what is minor to me may not be minor to the next man. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think you have to. You know, part of effective communication is being able to know how to say something you know something's bothering you and then also you know you kind of in a relationship you kind of pick and choose your battles if you will mm-hmm. you pick and choose your fights 
uh, not physical or mental fights, but just you, 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 you've kind of come to the, the idea of, okay, is this worth arguing for? Cause some things mm-hmm. honestly just aren't worth arguing for. Sometimes you gotta, mm-hmm. let, you just gotta let shit slide mm-hmm. and you gotta figure out what shit you're going to let slide, what mm-hmm. you're not going to let slide. Um, and I think that, that kind of festers any type of, in any, any type of relationship, particularly, you know, if you have people who've been together for a while, um, mm-hmm. now when you're, when you're getting to know somebody, but I think when you're getting to know somebody, I think that's when you, for lack of a better term, kind of lay the ground rules as far as what you like, what you don't like. And then mm-hmm. you kind of see from there because they, you know, that way you're not three months in and they're still doing something like picking mm-hmm. their teeth with their finger. And you're like, ah! <laughs> oh my goodness. I couldn't imagine. Oh, <sighs> uh, you know, you're not three months in saying, yo, that I'm, I'm really annoyed by you doing that. So, mm-hmm. yeah, so I, 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 I totally agree on that. Um, next point, uh, but B, I'll start with you. Staying positive. Uh, relationships can be complicated. Uh, what's crucial is when you have challenges, being able to look for the solutions. Staying poly- positive through the challenges will help you win. So how important is it not to ignore the ability to stay positive? Well, I like to think that I'm a very positive person. And um, I am. I really do try to encourage people through any and everything, because the fact of the matter is, you know, the situation may be grim, but if you wake up tomorrow, you have another opportunity. Mm, um, I think that, you know, it's in the valley that we grow. So as long as the person is willing to try and open to suggestions, I think it's very important to encourage people. Uh, no one, and I mean absolutely positively, no one became successful without failures. Mm. You know, so that it's just it's just how it is. So it, I think it's very important not to. And I just don't like to beat people down. You know, I don't I don't like to beat people down. It's you know, there's always an encouraging word that could be said. Um, at one point, you know, I was like paying somebody's Jaguar payments at Hallmark because I would just send cards to all people. I didn't even know, like the sick and shut in list at church. Like, <laughs> oh, yeah, I saw your name on the list. I'll just let you know I'm praying for you. You know, so I just think it's um, there is power and positivity as long as <laughs> as long as and this it's is close. something that should not be overlooked. You know, don't get yourself involved with potential you know because you can encourage and be positive until the cows come home but if all they have is potential and they're not doing anything you are wasting your time Mm. Mm. preach (laughs) (laughs) so what what is what mr knows it says be positive yes Think positive, <laughs> act positive, and you will become a positive person. Absolutely. Oh, oh. Absolutely. Where's the live by? What about you, Maya? Mm-hmm. Staying positive. How, how important is it not to ignore that? Well, I don't want to ignore that someone is not positive because if you're not positive or able to see the other side of a situation, it speaks to how you deal with conflict how you deal with life how you deal with me you know 
if we can't be positive enough to say, hey, we want to get through it, mm-hmm. you know, I can't look at you as the person that I'm going to grow with because things aren't always on up and up, you know, things aren't always happy. Sometimes negativity comes in, but you have to be able to be a person that can look past the negativity and work through the negativity. And if you aren't exhibiting that, that is a problem. You know, I will say I'm not the most positive person when it comes to a lot of things I'm very pessimistic when it comes to a lot of things you know and so being pessimistic doesn't bring forth a lot of positivity and I mean like I don't want to say it like I'm so negative or like I'm down but it's important for me to have a partner who can look past that mm-hmm. and see the positive in it you know it, it it helps to build the next person positivity really does help to build the next person and your you being positive will give me something to look forward to. Like, okay, you know what? If he thinks that this is, then then we can do it. You know, if you think that we can, okay, we can push through it and we can do it. So positivity is very important. Um, you don't want to be with a Debbie Downer. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. um, you spoke about that in um, past podcasts, you know, people just being a Debbie Downer and in and, and, and return that bringing you down, you know, so Positivity is very important. I took what you said up on our podcast, what mm-hmm. Mr. Nozit said, mm-hmm. and I really applied that to my thinking. You know, I want to be positive. So, um, yeah, Mr. Nozit, thanks, Kyle, for dropping it. <laughs> no problem. <laughs> and, you know, don't be with a Debbie Downer. You right. know, they, they, mm-hmm. they're only bring you down. So positivity is very important in a relationship and you don't want to ignore a person that can't see a silver lining in anything, mm-hmm. you know? Hey, you, you, you said it. I mean, it's, it's like you said, it's, it's, um, thinking positive, acting positive, and you will become a positive person. That, that's a, it's an affirmation. It's, it's something that, you know, you, I, like I said, I live by it. I mean, you know, I remember just, growing up and I heard this song and they said sunny days everybody Mm. loves them can you stand the rain and I mean like when I the first time I heard the song I didn't know what they were talking about but those lyrics meant so much more as I got older because Mm -hmm. that's how that's what's going to happen in relationships it's not all fun and sun it's going to be you know some doom and gloom you're going to have rough patches you know what can you do can you look at the positive that's coming out of the storms that you're in um, you know, if you can't, then, you know, you got to be able to see some type of, like you said, Maya, some type of silver lining. If you can't, then you may or may not be the one for me because, mm-hmm. um, mm-hmm. you know, you got to understand whatever you're going through that's bad. You're going to come out of it at some point. Exactly. I mean, we all so I agree a thousand percent. It's, it's, uh, it's, it's a mindset and it's, it's easy, I think, nowadays to kind of, I don't want to say it's popular, but I mean, we see people and now there are people who are clinically depressed, right? Mm-hmm. And there are people who are depressed that aren't being treated for depression. And I think mm-hmm. sometimes, you know, when we see it a lot on social media. You know, that's the first thing people say, well, I'm depressed, so I don't see things the way that you see things. Oh, you don't necessarily have to see things the way that I see them, but also understand that, like you said, but be if you wake up and the blood is flowing, 
you got a chance. Right. You got, mm-hmm. you know, that that's about as positive as you can be. You got a chance. Mm-hmm. I don't care what happened yesterday. You got a chance. I don't care if you got $10 in your bank account and your, you know, your gas tank is below E. You got right. a chance. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you got a chance to do something today uh, because somebody didn't wake up. So I, I mm-hmm. think, you know, if you look at it from that mindset, then, you know, that's that's at least a step in the right direction at the very least. Um, mm-hmm. Point nine. Uh, I think, oh, this is very important. Um, but B, things that you must not ignore in a relationship. Neglecting yourself. Mm. As much as you need to be committed to making your relationship work, you must also take care of yourself. Carry yourself with high high self-esteem. Never let your confidence shrink. Uh, You must understand that you are unique and special. If you think so, your partner will see this and treat you as such. How important is it not to neglect yourself, both mentally and physically? You know what, Kyle? I appreciate this opportunity. Uh, this is just perfect. Because <laughs> I'm like, how am I going to bring country music into this podcast? Oh, <laughs> and, you know, Blake Shelton, you got to love Blake. You know, he sings a song called The Guy with the Girl. I love that song. Mm. And the song says, I'm just the guy with the girl everybody wants to know. You know, they're just wishing she was there all alone, wondering how I ever got your hand in mine, you know, looking over at you like, ain't she beautiful? But anyway, it's a great song. You should take a Um, You cannot, and I, this was literally the downfall of my most serious relationship because, um, in my mind, I always just wanted to be a pretty and smart housewife, mm. no children, um, because I looked at marriage as like a partnership and like my job was to help my husband get to where he wanted to be. And, you know, that I had to be smart and trophy. You know what I mean? That was my dream. It didn't work out. That's neither here nor there. <laughs> um, so, so I've always been ambitious. I'm a very ambitious person. And and this is how I learned about the whole getting stuck in potential. I've always been very ambitious. And if there's a, a new challenge at the job, like you don't have to ask me. It doesn't have to be my job. I'm always going to try to do something and be like, oh, you know what? I tried this. Well, you think this will work? And, you know, so that's how I've always gotten um, opportunities, consulting opportunities, promotions, and things like that. And it is very important for and for you to invest in yourself, mm. to continue to believe in yourself, for you to grow if that is what you desire to do, regardless of what a partner uh, may think. Because now I loved this man. I loved him. But you have to love yourself more mm-hmm. because the fact of the matter is, if we would have continued, I would have been miserable because you can't dim the sun. Mm. You know, you can put up an umbrella to help protect you a little bit, give you a little bit of shade, but it's still going to come shining through. And I think that when people ignore who they are, their dreams, their aspirations, it changes who you are as a person. Mm-hmm. 
it changes who you are. So that's very important. So just going to throw that out there. You know, I need somebody that's okay being the guy with the girl. (laughs) (laughs) What about you, Maya? Oh, well, I'm all about self-care, you know, in and out of a relationship. That's why I think that space is very important. Um, It's probably why people think that I'm in these long-term dating situations. Um, (laughs) I mean, you know, because not selfishly at all you know when i'm in it i'm in it whether it be in a long-term dating situation or whether it be in a a real relationship you know i'm i'm a very loyal person Mm -hmm. but nothing comes before me meaning that when i came into the relationship it was me and when I leave out of the relationship, no matter how we leave out of the relationship, mm. whether we break up, whether someone passes away, it's still going to be me. Mm-hmm. And if you don't take care of you, further, first of all, if you don't take care of you, I would never want a partner who did not want me to practice self-care. Mm. You know, I would never want someone who wanted me to be all about them and neglect myself because, you know, I, I, I say what neo says all the time we are what he said in his song excuse me we are a force when we're i mean we we're we're what does he say by ourselves we're a force when we're together i want to be a movement i want to bring something into the relationship so that we can be that force if i don't take care of myself how do you expect me to be a movement so i think that self-care both mentally mentally and physically are very important physically especially as i mean as well as mentally because i want to look good for myself i want to be in the mirror and see something looking back at me if working out is important to me i want to do that you know going to get your hair done going Mm, to get your nails done you know things of that nature a it gives you time by yourself to reflect on yourself and on the relationship you're not coming to the nail salon with me you're not coming exactly. to the dresser with me so it gives me time to think when you go to the barbershop it gives you time to think you know it gives us time to like you said uh baby miss each other and then come back even if it's for a couple of hours you know it gives me time to cut up and let loose and gives you time to do the same and I want my partner to be attracted to me mentally and physically. So mm. if I'm taking care of myself, right. then they will as well. That bring that's important in a relationship. You know, you want somebody to look back at you and say, mm, "Hey, girl," and I want to look <laughs> at my man and say, mm, "Hey, hey girl." Right. So <laughs> if you're not taking care of yourself, how do you expect to do that? And you touched on losing yourself, how you hate to see people losing themselves in a relationship. You know, people have to remember that your life does not revolve around another person. Mm-hmm. Your life revolves around yourself. You have to take care of yourself. At the end, you are really all you have because when you cross over, to heaven or hell it's just gonna be you you know you know right. what I'm saying it's really it's just going to you it. it's not going to be me and Johnny who I'm attached to it's not going to be any of that it's just going to be you you're born by yourself and you die by yourself so don't lose yourself with within any situation whether that be a relationship romantically a relationship with a friend you know don't lose yourself take care of you first 
preach. That, that and it's like what they say. Facts. I'm sorry to cut oh, you off. They say when you you know how they always preach, pay yourself first. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Pay yourself first. Pay yourself attention. Pay yourself financially. Pay yourself mentally. Pay yourself emotionally. And it goes back to your positive. Mister knows it. Be positive. What is it? Kyle, say it now. <laughs> Think positive. <laughs> Act positive and you will become a positive person. Exactly. And self-care will make you a beautiful person, both mentally and physically. That that is so true. That is so true. I mean, I I really don't have much to add. I I think you you both nailed it. You you can't neglect yourself. Um, you know, self-care, both, like you said, mentally and physically. And and I've we both all three of us have seen people uh, you know, lose themselves physically once they get in a relationship. Nah, you get, keep getting your hair done. Keep getting your nails done. Mm-hmm. Fellas, keep going to the barbershop. You know, uh, go to the gym. You know, like you said, don't you don't necessarily have to look good for your mate. You want to look good, but you should want to look good for yourself mm-hmm. more than anything else. Um, and, you know, and don't don't neglect yourself in that process because you owe that to yourself to to continue to maintain and, and to be better and be a better person, not just physically, but becoming a better person and also, you know, pushing yourself to be better. Your, your mate should be pushing you and encouraging you to be better, but it also has to come from within as well. So um, great points, great points on that. Uh, the last thing I got, point 10 um, <laughs> and I'll start first with Maya staying committed to, to the relationship uh, part of being in a relationship is being committed to the commitment uh, people you know express their fears about being in a committed relationship but you absolutely have to be for one committed to being committed to the commitment because mm-hmm. that's where you know basically ends and begins um, you know there's one thing to be alone and there's another thing to be in a relationship but when you're in a relationship uh, you should not give up on being committed to the commitment. Um, be happy and be yourself. Uh, so, Maya, how important is it not to ignore to being committed to the relationship? Well, well, that's everything. <laughs> if you're talking about that's everything. If you're talking about being in a romantic relationship, mm-hmm. even if you're talking about being in a friendship, be committed to this friendship, you know, because if you're not, then what do I need you for? Commitment is everything. And if someone I mean, this goes without even saying if someone is if you see that someone is not committed to the relationship, it's like we're not in a relationship you know we we might have a situationship but we don't have a relationship so it's it's, of course it goes without saying that it's important to be committed to the committed relationship now I feel like now in my old let me say this in my older age (laughs) I feel like if you're not committed to the relationship then I'm walking away in my younger years I felt like I'm committed as you're committed Mm. you know meaning if you half ass in this, I'm half ass in this relationship. You know, if I decided to stay in the relationship, but being committed, it should like go without saying. If you're not, what what are we really doing? 
Right. Why are we even here? So don't ignore. I mean, I don't even know why they had that on the list. Don't ignore <laughs> why. Don't ignore someone not being committed to you. I mean, that's kind of and commitment goes without saying for other things, too. It goes to the communication. It goes for uh, what else did we talk about? You know, I can't remember what I said five minutes ago. <laughs> it, yeah, it goes to about trust. It all. Not neglecting yourself. Right. Keep it not positive, minor it, it, issues. And being committed goes to all of that. Mm. You know, just with the self-care. Be committed to going to the hairdresser every two weeks so that you can look good for your mate. Be committed to listening to the person. Be committed to trusting the person, you know, that you're with and trusting yourself in the process. So commitment means everything. Mm, 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 mm. great points great points what about you baby i feel like um life is about choices and people who make better choices live better lives and commitment is a choice that we make daily we commit to jobs we commit to people we commit to duties we commit to a lot of things and people who have more difficult times, I think studies will show, have difficulty with commitment. So, and people, it seems, people who pursue relationships, there are people who do pursue relationships who have commitment issues. Mm. You know, they, they have commitment issues, but they want to be in a relationship. And that proves to be very difficult. You cannot overlook. And there are signs. There are somebody could really, really be into you. And the issue is their fear of commitment or their lack of knowledge about commitment, you know, because they could really feel like they're committed, even though their actions don't show. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So. And and that's we it speaks about how you communicate, how everybody may not communicate the same way. You know, it's words, it's actions, it's lack of words. You know, there are a lot of things, but commitment is something that we can't ignore, but we also can't take for granted. You can't. And it's, it's sad. It may sound crazy, but you cannot take for granted because somebody says, I want to be with you, that they are committed to you. You know, mm-hmm. you, you cannot you cannot take that for granted. And um, I just, you know, me personally, I believe that once I make a decision, I have to ride that out. I'm very I am a person who is very, very, very into accountability. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't like if, if things happen. They was like, oh, well, why didn't you tell me this? This is I, because in my mind, it sounds like an excuse and I don't do excuses. You know, and I'm I I just I believe in accountability. So if you're going to um, make a decision, you have to commit to it. And I just that's something I I cannot overlook. Mm -hmm. You know, those little commitment nuances. (laughs) You know, if you got three and four outfits out and you don't know what to wear, you know, that decision making (laughs) stuff and all that kind of stuff that, you know, you you got to look at those things. That's small. I, that's, that's minor. That's now, minor. That's that's <laughs> to some people, however, and I mean, let's just be real. Maya and I are alpha females, right? And a lot of times, men say, 
oh, well, you know, they that kind and they want to be the boss and all that kind of stuff. But the fact of the matter is, and I'll just speak for myself in my life, I'm the boss because I have to be. Mm-hmm. I, I have no choice. But if I'm in a relationship, that's one of the things, at least take half of it off of me, half of the decision making, half of the planning, you know, so I don't have to be in charge all the time. And I don't want to be. Mm-hmm. I don't want to be. And even if you make a decision for us that I don't necessarily agree with, I need to know that you consider me enough or you can you're committed enough to take in consideration what I may feel about the situation and then make the decision. So even if it's not the decision that I would make, you say, I know that you would probably want to do this, but I thought about it and this, 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 and this, and I know you will probably think that, but that's why I went with this. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So I can, because you're committed. And that speaks to the trust. That is mm. so true. And, and I mean, all but of that you stuff is. know that I don't have. So. <laughs> <laughs> Look at you. It was so cold. Um, I, I really don't have much to add other than the fact that, I mean, it, it, it is so true. I mean, like, you have to be committed to the commitment of the relationship. You know, if, if you don't have if you don't have a commitment, then, you know, it's just words, you know, it's, it's, you're, and right. you're wasting your time. And as you get older, you know, you're not really who wants to waste it. Nobody has time to waste. You know, we don't mm-hmm. know how long, how much time we got. So mm-hmm. the last thing, the one time is the one variable that we have no control over. So. You know, nobody wants to waste their time and be hopping and hopping out of relationships. Um, but yeah, I think I think that's very key. Y'all made some great points. That's the ten year plan. <laughs> we yeah, we 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 definitely gonna talk about this ten year thing on the next <laughs> podcast. Um, but before we get out of here, let me first and foremost thank you ladies for coming on the podcast. It has Thanks been a pleasure to have yeah, you guys hey. on here. Um I, I'll be the first to admit, like Anytime we talk relationships and stuff like that, like I never know how stuff is going to be received. Uh, and even like one of the previous podcasts that I've done, I think I did one on toxic relationships. I had like four mm-hmm. people hit me up and say, hey, my relationship is just like that. Our mm. relationship that I was in was just like that. I really appreciate you talking about it on the podcast. And it's stuff like that that really that you don't really think about when you're recording or plan, planning to do something like that. Um, but I came across this. Uh, in my reading and I was like these ladies would be perfect for it because (laughs) they have a different perspective you know they're not the old married guy in the room so (laughs) uh, I had to get y'all on Um, but again thanks for coming on Uh, before we get out of here but B and Maya tell them where they can find where they can do some shit and and put out your uh, social media information Thanks again, Kyle, for having us. We oh, really no appreciate it. You know, we love being on the show and we love having you on our show. Coming back. Um, of course you are. <laughs> we we got to find a perfect topic for you. But um, you can follow us on all social media. We are at We Did That Shit. It's one word. We did that shit. Uh, you can find us anywhere where you can listen to your free podcast. We are on iTunes, Spotify, Anchor, YouTube, Google Play, you can find us anywhere, literally anywhere you can find a a podcast, you can find We Did That Shit. Uh, Follow me on my personal Twitter. It's MyMy13, that's M-Y-M-Y-1-3. And I'm at the Biamina, that's B-I-B-B-I-A-M-I-N-A. 
Yeah. So thanks again, Kyle. You know, we we hope to get some some feedback for this show. You know, hopefully you your audience uh, <laughs> doesn't think that we're too crazy, uh, and we hope that everyone enjoyed us on the show. Yes. No doubt. No doubt. Well, we definitely enjoyed having you. Uh, you listening, you know how to find me. Uh, I'm all over the place. Uh, so for Babi and for Maya, I am your boy, 12 Kyle. Thank you for tuning in to the latest edition of the 12 Kyle podcast. We'll catch you guys next time. 5,000.